folks, and welcome to another Saturday, Saturday morning salmon flange. I'm so excited because I'm Matt. I'm Benjamin. Yeah! I sounded like Tigger for a second. I haven't, and they just like Tigger. You are a wonderful thing, sir. Oh, you know the wonderful thing about Tiggers. Your tops are made tickers out of are wonderful your bottoms thing. are made out of springs. Springs. The bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. The wonderful, the, the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. Well, no, he's not. You are. I'm the only one. I killed Tigger. So I have not seen you. I haven't seen since you since last year. I've been. I've seen you. Two months. The cameras are working. I'm telling you what, you're I've looking seen you good. Just fine. You're looking good. Thank you, thank you. I feel good. Okay, so there is a lot for it's the next couple hair. of weeks of podcast. I haven't cut my hair. I see since no, I, I left. It looks fine. <laughs> it looks fine. I like it. I like. There's a little Aussie in you now. Yeah, a little okay, bit. Okay, a little bit. bit. So we're gonna break and down. Not, we're not talking about Ozzy Osbourne. I no, didn't, we are I not talking about Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't bite any bats' heads off or anything. So, so over these next few weeks, mm. this is. Have you ever seen the video? Where the hell is Matt? <laughs> where, he's say, where he's yeah. dancing all around the world. I want to say yes. I have, yeah, it's, it was a popular uh, when, when YouTube back in 2007. It was a really popular. Yeah. One, it's him just dancing it's in just North dancing, Korea and yeah, right. uh, mm-hmm. Saigon and India and China and wherever. You that know, sounds familiar. So it's 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 a, where the hell is Benjamin? You know, so because there's been a lot. There's been a lot. Man, a lot. You've of seen the world. Yeah. So uh, just to recap, right before you left, we had yeah. said. You were going on the dream trip. Dream trip. The grail yeah, trip, the so grail to speak. The grail trip, Because yeah. ever since I... I've... decoded the, dra- the grail diary, and it turns out yeah. <laughs> that, the, <laughs> that the, go- the goblet is actually in Australia <laughs> and not in Persia or wherever Dr. Jones thought it was. I know. We both looked at each other and we went, they're digging in the wrong place! I'm the monarch of the sea! I am the ruler of the... Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That's why I missed you. Oh, man. We're... That's what this podcast needed. Hey, look, speaking of that, next week I get to talk about how I briefly met John Reese davies and how fun was that at, I cannot at wait. New Orleans Comic Con. But, yeah. but we are talking about your yeah. walkabout, which ever since I've known you, you said that was always one of the trips you yeah. wanted to make. Wow. And you finally got to make it. Now, we talked about the setup. What all you were doing, you know, your plan, the planning of the staying in the houses, the pet. Yes. Sitting, the, uh, yes. We talked the about the cheap ticket you got. The cheap ticket we got. We talked the, about all yeah. that. So, first off, how did that part of the plan go? Well, the cheap ticket worked. I mean, <laughs> believe it or not, it got me there gotcha. and back. If, if I had, what was the trip like? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the bookends of the, 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 of the journey yeah. were miserable. I mean, that's a long time to be in miserable. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld has a great bit where he says, "Well, you know, what's it like, Jerry? You know, performing in front of fifty thousand people, hundred thousand people." And he's like, "You know what? Once you get out into the ocean and your feet can't touch the bottom, what difference does it make how deep the water is? You know, you can't swim. You're gonna drown if things go badly. So, like, what does it matter? And so, after about hour five of a plane ride." You're just in miserable hell, and you yeah. just want to get off. And every so does everybody else. Everybody yeah. else just wants to get off the plane. It's just miserable. That's a long. It, plane. Yeah. Now, where was the longest stretch? Well, the longest stretch. I went straight from LA to Sydney. Oh, okay. And LA so to Sydney. Okay. I drove to Dallas from Louisiana. Gotcha. So it was a five-hour chunk. In Dallas there. to LA. I saw Heather and Kirk. I got to take a tour of the Kirk uh, Kirk Sweeney Museum. So it's fantastic. You've seen it, right? 
Yeah, have I have you seen, seen all of his arcade stuff? And I, I have. It's probably been improved since then. It's been this, improved. And we've talked about him. He's a Nintendo expert. I mean, literally, Literal. online, we he should is put the a expert for NES. Kirk's, whatever he, Captain uh, Variant is his stuff that he has, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, he knows, I mean he, he knows everything. He literally wrote the book. I, I mean, seriously, he I is know. looked at as the expert. It's amazing. Of NES games. It is amazing. Anybody like, listening to this, if you're interested in any kind of retro gaming, like, definitely. Like, it, it, like he showed me four different... Uh, Ducktales. Yeah, Ducktales. He said, with, "What's the difference? I don't know." Ducktales with five screws, y- y- three screws in the back. The copyright insignia <laughs> yeah. to the bottom left. The copyright insignia to the top right. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I looked them over for five minutes. Could I could barely not, see I could, it. No, I didn't know what was going on. He had to on. point at it exactly. With he had me to point yeah. exactly where everything was. Same. So I had heard about the legend of the of the Sweeney Museum tour. I had no idea what he was talking about, and I was in I was in so much shock that I I looked like I wasn't shocked. And so, honestly, the trip started off great. I hadn't even left Texas yet. <laughs> but you know what the best thing in his trophy case is? Mm. That trophy wife. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling oh, good you. grief. She oh. was the one who gave me the dime tour. Oh. It was terrific, man. Oh. Wow. Shoof. Whoa. How much did you pay for that? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> just a, a wink and a smile. <laughs> yeah. And a, a lifetime of friendship. Ooh. So, uh, I, I spent the night uh, at Heather and Kirk's place and met their wonderful family. Like, I had met the family, but the kids are getting older now, and they, they kind of remember you, but they kind of don't. Yeah. Because as they, they get older, they forget you and remember you. Yeah. And, yeah, ex- if you seen hasn't seen them in years, then they're so young, but... That I had just this wonderful time with Heather's family. They're, They're all so such beautiful people. They are. And they are I was all so delighted. I was telling Heather she took me to the airport the next morning, and she was. I was telling her I was like Heather, you've created some actually magnificent human beings. And I don't have yeah. kids, but I mean, I, I I don't like a lot of people's kids. <laughs> but these people are more mature than some adults that I know. They're and so it, great. Absolutely they're the, terrific. They're the best of Heather and Kirk. And I, I had this beautiful experience too, where. Um, I can't remember which one it is. Maybe Frankie, uh, where they she has uh, not autism, Osbergers, I believe it is, uh-huh. and and so uh, she doesn't like physical touch and doesn't like to just be around people very much, okay. especially strangers. And I was talking to Heather and having story time with her and Francesca and uh, oh shucks, I can't remember the other daughter. And so, but she, the one with Osbergers came up and she just leaned her head up against my leg and kind of half fell asleep. And then both Heather got Heather was mid story, and so she got a little hiccup in her story. She was like, "What?" And then we went to the store, and I just kept going. And she and yeah. she told me after the fact, she's like, "She doesn't do that with anybody." Wow. And it was something about either the timbre of my voice or the way that she yeah. was talking to me or something. And then they made me bracelets and like, "Here's your travel bracelets and stuff." That's and it was awesome. oh man, it couldn't have been more welcoming. I that's was just, awesome. It was worth it just to go. And what I a hadn't even left the country yet. Yeah, it was a beautiful kickoff. That's, kick that's, off. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so, Megan. Megan still says to this day that when uh, I can't remember which one it was. Megan swears up and down it was one of the cutest babies she has ever. To this day, if I was to ask <laughs> Megan, which one of the cutest babies you ever seen? It wouldn't Heathers. be one of yours. It was Heather's. It was Heather's. <laughs> it was Heather's. It was before we had babies. They're, she could not stop talking still, about it. I can't wait to remember cute. which one it was. still are that Oh, no. Cute. I, I've seen it's pictures. Amazing. They still are. So, yes. Uh, and then Heather, uh, long story short, Heather rushed me to the airport the next morning because, you know, typical uh, Heather and Benjamin timetables, and that was fine. But she's got five kids. You know, she's used to running late for everything. But I had full yeah. faith, and then we ran, went 100 miles down the – 100 miles an hour down the the George Bush Highway was Run Run Rudolph playing when he hit the airport. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. and the Home Alone gang running through the. <laughs> yes, it was great. Yeah. Heather kept saying to herself, "By the way, this is drive in December. like I live here. Drive like I live here. Drive like I live here." And so we just went 100 miles an hour all the yeah. way to the airport. It was great. And yes, yeah, so this would have been December fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Okay, so and we got to the airport. Everything was fine. 
Airports just suck in general. They do. Uh, they do. You know, we need to finish that podcast, and I'll give you a sneak peek. I'll give you an honorable mention of uh, the podcast episode where we do the top five um, jobs that we could never do for a million dollars a year. And I think an honorable mention for me would be working in an airport. I couldn't handle it being around stressed out people all day long. I couldn't. Absolutely. I couldn't handle smelling the same stale air and stale food and the same. That's, that's a really good. Top people five. are always anxious. Yeah, and, and I remembered it. It's in my list still because I was telling a lot of people in Australia about the podcast, and I was like, "Look yeah. at these top five lists we've made." And I realized I had a blank one. Top five jobs I could never do for a million dollars a year. I've got my number one down, which is ironic because it's. And you, I don't want to. Okay, I'm not going to spoil too much. So, it's no spoilers. 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 Yeah. So we get to the airport. Our airports are horrible, 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 horrible. And you get onto the flight, and I went from Dallas to L.A. So yeah. typical four-hour, five-hour yeah. flight, which is you know kind of long. Yeah, it's, it's it's long in and of itself. It's long enough. Yeah. And then I had a short uh, layover in L.A. in like a few hours, just enough to get settled, and then just hopped on and went straight to uh, Sydney. Sydney from there, and good grief, was it terrible. Mm. So even with the meds from the doctor to help you sleep, (laughs) it was still too long. It's just too long, dude. I'm six foot six, and it's just nothing. And I looked, you know, a a first class round trip ticket. Do you want to take a guess at right now in 2023 how much a first class round trip ticket costs to Australia? It's probably ten. It's well over ten. Yeah, it's like twenty four thousand dollars, I think. But they give you your own bed with a curtain that slides across, and I'm like, (laughs) Um, uh, either that or I'll buy a car. I gotta make up my mind. Exactly, one trip or a car. Come on, it it was just that's ridiculous. So I wasn't gonna do that. So I just suffered through with the other plebes in the back of the plane. And you know what? You make friends. It's fine. It's it's all good. And then as people, you realize that no one else is getting on the plane. Then you all kind of space out. And so I yeah. eventually ended up with a road to myself. You know, and not and I say a road to myself. It's not like I could uh, raise all the seat armrests and everything and like lay down right. or anything. I was still kind of half cramped in this weird awkward seat that yeah. isn't designed to sleep in. No. So uh, that said, the the flight was the worst part of the trip, without question. And the yeah. flight back was the worst part of the trip. Uh, because on the flight back, uh, I was it was just after Christmas. So this was the beginning of December when I went right. for the month. So it wasn't that big of a high travel time, right? So you had a little bit of space. And then, but on the way back, it's like everybody it's it was right everyone, after Christmas. Everyone so everyone's going home. home yeah. So there were no empty seats whatsoever. There were people with colds, including Ooh. me. Uh, I had caught a small cold like two days before I left. <laughs> oh, and so I was in prime misery time. Oh, every time no. the air pressure changed and it was everything else, it was oh. horrible. And the only time I did fall asleep, that lady comes by with the cart with that half-cooked breakfast burrito. They're like, would you like a yeah. burrito? And I was like, lady, I just fell asleep. And she just slams right into my knee with the cart. And I could have, you yeah. know, I, caused, I had a lot of angry words in my in my mind that I didn't say because, you know, you're in it together. So okay, so we bookended it, and book-ended that was the worst part. With horribleness, yes. I have a PhD in horribleness. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a different uh, series and story. Uh, but the moment I arrived, it was uh, a beautiful uh, seventy-two degrees. I don't know the Celsius conversion. Beautiful. But it was the beginning of summertime. Beautiful. And, uh, it was everything. All day, I could do that. Like to imagine what you would imagine a tropical paradise to be. Oh, yes. Literally from the moment I stepped off the plane. Oh, my goodness. And you could smell the fresh air and the ocean. Like just flying into Sydney, flying over Sydney, most beautiful city I've ever seen. Like, wow. From an aerial point of view. Yeah. You, know, you see, I play a lot of city builder games, like City mm-hmm. Skylines and, you know, old Sims, yeah, Sim yeah, City yeah, yeah. game. 
it, it's it's just like that. It's so picturesque, so, even from yeah. the air. It's yeah, picturesque. Just lovely. One of the things that I loved about Canada when I lived there was that it was so clean, and the mm-hmm. Canadians picked up after themselves. And it was actually they took a lot of pride in the environment and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Australia has all of that wrapped up into. <laughs> they have cleanliness and a culture of cleanliness and like recycling and ecosystem and taking care of the environment. And it's not four feet of snow on the ground for six months of the year. It's great. And, and so it's just perfect. And, you know, the palm trees are just swaying in the breeze. Might as well have been a ukulele playing. Like, it was it was priceless, man. It, and they it, call that season summer, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was summer. Where summertime. we call winter yeah. the same month they call yeah, summer. exactly. Yeah, awesome. Because so it it's cold in the summertime. Perfect weather. The only, the only I have uh, Google Fi for my phone. Yeah. And the only hiccup I had uh, <laughs> was... Uh, the only hiccup I had was when I got off the plane right away, my phone signal didn't work. So I have Google Fi, right? And yeah. it's, and I turned on the international plan, which worked great. But then I got the hiccup and uh, had no service whatsoever. So I had to get like a $5, $10, maybe $30, uh, I don't know, uh, Australian SIM card for my phone. as like a backup SIM. Oh, really? Literally, as soon as it got plugged in and connected... And it, I just got the cheapest plan, and so I got an Aussie phone number for a few minutes. And, Shut up! And then it connected for perfectly uh, right after that. So then I just went into the settings and like switched everything to default to Google Fi, and, and for the rest of the month after that, it was fine. So I don't know if it's a scam that they kind of disable uh, like uh, U.S. cell phones and force you to buy one of because in huh. the airport at the departure terminal they have them. They, have, I mean, there are heaps of them. It's just there's one here, there's one here, there's one here, right next to the hey, exchange yeah. your cash for Australian cash, and you know there's so right. there's all the way down the side of the airport. There's get a SIM card here. Here's a free deal. Like even when I exchanged my cash because I wanted some Aussie cash, kind of as a souvenir. Yeah, and I want to come back to that uh, about the cash, but sure. Uh, even as a souvenir, I was trying to get cash. And then they're like, hey, if you do this, it's $5 to exchange all your money, and you get a free $5 gift card or whatever towards the SIM card over there. You know, it's so like they had a partnership okay. yeah, with these yeah, other yeah, yeah. So anyway, I don't really care. That's the only time I felt hustled, but I didn't care. And I walk outside. I mean, you're a tourist. It's okay. I was a tourist. It's fine. I was going to get hustled a little bit. It's fine. It's okay. It's all about the hustle. So, <laughs> so I walk outside and uh, get in the Uber, you know, because Uber works fine just down there. And, and um, I, I go to my friend's house and uh, in the nice part of the city. He and I are talking the whole time. And I'm telling you, Matt, Sydney is so multicultural. And I was shocked. Uh, there are so many people there uh, from like Southeast Asia and people from China who don't speak a word of English, you know, just right off the boat from China, you know, that do not speak any English and or barely, you know. And uh, I was really shocked at how multicultural Sydney was, especially with uh, Asian influence and and people from all over, like uh, lots and lots of uh, Colombians and, and uh, Brazilians speaking Portuguese um, and, and lots of Europeans, lots lots of Brits and then just a handful of Americans. So, but everywhere I went especially with the southern U.S. accent, which I would turn on kind of thick whenever I was in public. Of course. Because you know, they love it down they there. They love it. Just like we love an Aussie it would, accent. It would, exactly. And it would stop traffic kind of thing. Like if I spoke too loudly anywhere, anywhere I went, the whole restaurant would quiet down. Yeah. Turn their head and like, what? Is, who is, what? I've never heard this. What is that going on over there in the corner? And then I would just turn it up higher, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let's drop this R a little harder yeah. next time. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. I could always get attention. I mean, I'm six foot six, and I'm you're loud, already there, yeah. And I always get attention. But then, uh, man, if you really wanted attention, you could you could turn get it, it anytime you want. It's fantastic. It's great. So 
you do that and then so we're talking in the uber ride all the way and i didn't even look around because i was too nervous like because it was it was bothering me being on the left hand side of the street it yeah, was it's different it, it was bothering ride, me the way they drive like, on the other side i didn't understand they ride any of the side. street signs i didn't understand yeah. any of the the, the lines on kilometers the kilometers or whatever kilometers is yeah. going and I, I didn't know what was did, happening did so they, i just focused on the the conversation do they go by the uh um what's it called they don't go by gallons they go by it's leaders um, yeah leaders and yeah. every time i passed the gas station it was like you know 85.6 and i'm like what do you mean 85 what is that for a gallon? For, uh, you know, yeah you think these are great deals but they're not <laughs> i don't know what they that was me about. in canada but i also went speaking of pricing i went at a perfect time because in december of 2023 the it, it probably is still that way now but the aussie dollar is about 50 percent less more than uh less than the u.s dollar so it's about a, a if i hand them a dollar they give me a dollar 50 back so basically everything's got a 50 percent off price tag on it nice and everything in sydney sydney's a very expensive city to live in but australia in general is priced a little higher but i also could think about it just do the quick conversion in my head i'm getting 1.5 on this so i mean it's not yeah. that big of a deal yeah so you're actually coming in with a little bit more spending money yeah so you come in with a little more spending money you get a little more uh, uh feeling good about this oh i can buy this you know whatever yeah. and i would say i have my vacation budget set aside so i didn't feel bad about it so it was great so i got me a great uh aussie hat at the end and everything you know the actual not an akubra but one of the fancy looking aussie hats that are like handmade and only in this one town and all this kind of stuff and uh, i spent the first day or two getting my feet under me i met my friend amy down there and uh, i just got this jet lag i guess out of my system real quick and then just started walking around and honestly it's such a clean a friendly city uh, i mean the the american accent and the attention notwithstanding it just genuinely just even when i would keep my mouth shut and i just observe because i yeah. would have my headphones in a lot because i would go to the busiest parts of the city and i wouldn't want to listen to the traffic and stuff yeah but uh just two three blocks off the main street it's perfectly quiet like dead quiet city it's not like new york where it's just loud everywhere all the time because sydney's only like five million people and so it's not that big of a city the entire population of australia can fit inside of texas or, or rather, the population of Texas is bigger than the entire population of the country of Australia. Right. And I didn't know that until I was on the plane over there, basically, I think. And Were they given facts about Australia? Or would you no, read a book? I just, I just prepped myself. Oh, okay. You, know? <laughs> you got to prep yourself. Yeah, yeah. So when you had your earphones in, what music were you listening to? Uh, I come from the London down. Yeah, London exactly. Down. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. I got called out just now. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and i would just observe and people were just friendly and not and, and i've been in big cities before in the states all over the states and it's just not the same it's it's really it's hard a different to culture it's, it's a, a different very, culture very different yeah, culture very from, open from top to bottom friend, more friendly very open very friendly they are very uh and i had a great conversation about this that somebody was telling me aussies are more reserved and i was i went to europe and then they told me about how how you know and you go to the bathhouses in germany and how they get naked and it's no big deal right and, and it made me realize that in australia we're very culturally sensitive and we, we keep our clothes on for everything and i was like what because i've been to a beach here now and oh my god are y'all proud of your bodies here <laughs> because, oh really yes they oh, okay are. hold on i'll table that one for another table that for hey, we're gonna talk episode. about that too so, yeah, yeah okay wow the aussie beaches man i'm telling you <laughs> oh that's a whole podcast <laughs> all right we're gonna do yeah. that one Jeez. that's for sure that's gonna be on pay-per-view kids yeah, right that's the that's the uh the paid version of this channel which is uh saturday morning sam mo flames oh, oh. putting the o in the sam mo sam <laughs> So, but truly, uh, yeah, it's a, it, they're very open and friendly. It's an entirely different culture. And, and it is, 
I like the fact that it is so multicultural and there are so many nations and languages being spoken all the time because it really helps people stay open and uh, 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 open-minded, I suppose, to anything that's different to them kind of thing. They're much more expectant uh, and, and accepting of difference uh, between people. And uh, But there's such a big... Uh, populations of like there's Chinese and then like I was saying Brazilians and 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 uh, Vietnamese and on all sorts of the Asian countries that are all populated and they have their clusters so if you want real food from this place you know one of the times I was headed home I hopped on the bus I went the wrong way and I was like oh well that beach over there looks really nice and so I just told the bus to stop and I got off the bus and I went to the beach that was over there for a minute wow and just toured it you know for and there like, was just always something oh, anywhere always, you went anywhere I went I literally got on the wrong bus and just said wow that beach looks nice let's and, just go there and I just stopped the bus and went over there and I just now I, when you said stop the bus you keep clicking your thumb no what? I pushed the button to let them know I want it off and, and that's oh, it okay. and so in Australia is, it, is there a lot of bus riders and everything tons, is that, is that, okay. tons of public transportation okay all perfectly clean like in in the row i would be scared to get onto the bus like, <laughs> you, say, you should be you get onto the bus clean be. you get off the bus with herpes yeah. uh, you know something <laughs> might happen you don't know what happened and that's you know? just from breathing and that's who knows what <laughs> happens but because it, it's so dark and musty in there you probably can't see anything but anyway all cashless society so my, is this what you meant by all yes that's what I meant Australian about the cash. okay so with the money my friend who i saw who i met with down there the first couple of days yeah. she laughed at me she said you exchanged your money why would you do that because we don't use cash in australia and i was like what are you talking about everything since covid especially because remember they had the strict strict lockdown right, right, in australia. right 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 well they used the strict strict lockdown to force everything into cashless societies now so Everywhere you go, everything you do, everything you have so the money can be done with your phone. You. It's just with your phone. And wow. and so the money changers are just hooking you. It's just a scam because you wow. don't need any cash at all. Cash. The only reason I used all of my cash with the exception of a few like dollars and coins that I kept keep. as a yes. souvenir. Sure. Yes, of course. But all of my cash, 100% of the cash that I had exchanged, I ended up using as a tip. Because in Australia, they don't tip. Like, they appreciate it if you do, but it is so not expected. Because wow. servers at, you know, I don't know what the Aussie equivalent of the Waffle House would be. Uh, they make plenty. They make $25 an hour. Yeah, they're good. Know? And and so they're they're not rolling in it, but they have a livable okay. wage kind of thing. And that's, that's right, their society. Nice. So uh, they don't expect anyone to tip. But a, a few times, I had such terrific experiences and made new yeah. friends. Like, I went to this underground uh what do you call it when the bar's door is hidden and you have to know a secret knock like yeah, a speakeasy yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, speakeasy. It was like a speakeasy yeah. style bar that's and, awesome and i can't remember the name of it right now uh, uh old mate's place was the name of it so it was so incredible i still need to get on google and leave a review of this place and how amazing it is but the the entrance is completely unmarked so you it's on google maps and yeah. it tells you the address and then you go up to it there's no sign there's no, sign there's no nothing and you walk in, There's you can go upstairs, or you can go downstairs into the dark downstairs. <laughs> and you're like, a lot of people go upstairs. And they go up about four flights, and there's nothing here. And then if you go downstairs and turn right, and you go through this industrial-sized giant door, <laughs> you pull it open, and you creak, and there's all this wood paneling, music blasts in the face. And you're greeted with this guy whose name was Corky. He stands up straight, looks you right in the eye, and he says, salutes. And he says, g'day, mate. What can I do for you? And I was like, oh, my God, how Australian is this guy? I love it. And literally, he gave me the prototypical this Aussie is, greeting. This is something out of Time Stories. And the, we yeah. chose to go downstairs. <laughs> we we chose unlocked to go the door. <laughs> what is going That's on? That's exactly what it was. It was a Time Stories, like, what's happening kind of moment. <laughs> And it was it was something right out of the storybooks. But Corky and I became really good friends. He was the manager of, of Old Maid's Place, 
And uh, I was meeting someone Oh, the someone manager greets yeah, you. The manager, he stood up straight and he looked me in the eye and he said, he saluted me and said, g'day, mate, what can I do for you? And and I was this is terrific. And I told him all my story and I was like, I'm here to meet somebody and da-da-da. He takes me to the best house, best seat in the house. And I, I made friends with the people sitting next to me while I was waiting. You know, it was like a whole group of college kids that were hanging out. And um, so, of course, my accent just threw them for a loop. So I'm talking to them, and then I t- they leave, and I turn to my right, and I start talking to the Germans that are on my right. And <laughs> it's like, this is great. My brother-in-law is German, and blah, blah, blah. And we go from there. Then the, the person I'm meeting gets there. We have an amazing time. We talk to Corky. He's, he's coming back and forth and helping us out. He's giving us free drinks and, and uh, having the greatest time. I went back. And I saw Corky again after that, like a week later, and he remembered me immediately. He was very, very hungover the second time, so he couldn't stay long. But the point is that I made friends like that and had experiences like that everywhere I went. See, when you talk about going into a bar like that and meeting yeah. Germans, I'm also I'm also imagining a little lazy Susan where you're exchanging a blood diamond, <laughs> and then no, for the poison you just drink. The deal was for the diamond, Lau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doctor Jones. <laughs> you're so. <laughs> You're throwing a barbecue skewer <laughs> through someone's chest. Shorty, get the girl. <laughs> the big gong. You're yeah, the gong. Has to shoot <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. That's wow, a, that's incredible, that's, though. That's honestly, incredible. That, that color scheme from Temple of Doom that we're talking about, that's yeah. the kind of vibe that this bar was. I love it. It really, like, I that's, love that's it. the imagination. It's not that far off, just a lot smaller it. than yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But that's it. I love it. It was so perfect, man. And then, that's like, great. I was telling my new friends afterward, they're like, what do you mean he saluted you? Ozzy still don't do that. And I was like, I have a very commanding presence. He saluted me. I, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. And they didn't believe me. And so one of the people that I took there the next week, it was like, Corky's here. And I was like, gave him a big hug. And I was like, this is the guy I was telling you about. And, and then they realized, oh, okay, he seems like the kind of guy who would salute somebody. He would salute somebody. Nah, I don't know, but it was. <laughs> wow. It was terrific. And oh. then that was that's a microcosm of every place that I went. Like okay. every time I went out, every time I went someplace new or whatever, I had a terrific experience. Uh, uh, with meeting new people and I'm very gregarious and outgoing anyway so like my experience may be a bit jaded and so don't you know people's mileage may vary I guess is what I'm trying to say if you were to go but like somebody like you somebody like me who's able to look somebody in the eye have a conversation and just chit chat about anything man it'll take you anywhere you need to go in that country that's great like anywhere you need to go anything you need you just start talking and people will help you out and that's great Okay. Yeah. I, I, no, no. Here keep going. Go. I'm going to pepper you with a few questions. Hit me with it. Go. I need okay. To, I need to drink. No. Yeah. Okay. So the the locale here. Um, what is. What is the music scene like? What's the the music scene? What are they? You know, there's. It feels like there's a lot of popular music playing, but it doesn't sound any uniquely different from anything else. The only time that I heard very unique music was when there were Aborigines playing uh, the didgeridoo and stuff, right. like as tour tourists, you know, right, uh, stuff right. by the Passing Sydney by. Harbor. Yeah, you know? uh, everything else kind of sounds the same. You know, you never you ever play that game, The Sims, where they they play popular songs but they do it in Simlish, yeah. and so they like got like Katy Perry to record uh, Last Friday Night in Simlish, right? Yeah, and uh, so it sounds like Last Friday Night, but it's even back, you know, whatever, yeah. and it doesn't matter. That's kind of how all the music sounds. It's huh, sort of like okay. it's the same stuff that we hear over here, but it's just different words. Now, you you sent me a text. Oh, <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> um, uh, movies. 
movies. They have the same. I guess they use American movies. It's a lot of American yes, movies. Yes, yes. And you had a chance to see The Grinch. I, I had a chance did. to see The Grinch. Yeah, because you had a lot going on. <laughs> but, uh, but but I was going to ask the movie scene. Is that just are they getting movies like months later from us or you know? I they, didn't ask. I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't ask about that. But you know, you know what I mean. Like some people have their own. No, no. Like they're like Bollywood man. They have their own little. Yes, I'm sure they have their own movies. I'm I, just saying I, that. I, well, I mean, they do have their own movies that they make there. Absolutely. There is yeah. some. I did get a chance to watch some Netflix or whatever the Netflix equivalent is uh, there. Okay. I, I saw a lot of regionally locked shows that I was like, this is genius. There was a. Australian Survivor is the best Survivor I've ever seen. I've oh, ever seen. Oh, wow. And so, so yes, like there was one called the, the Caterers, which is two girls named Kate, K A T E. So the, Kate, uh, the Caterers. Caterers, yeah. And they're both uh, uh, comedians who are just hilarious and like very deadpan. And so very uh, slapstick, farcy comedy. Yeah. But not slapstick, but uh, just really brilliant comedy. And so I got to watch a lot of that, and I need to find that show. Um, lots of uh, – but, I mean, they had a lot of the, – the, the, I was telling you about the movies because they had the classic outdoor cinema because this is summertime, right? Yeah. And so they have this outdoor cinema every weekend or every Friday or something, maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where they blow it up on a big – uh, you know, seventy-five foot mattress or something in the middle of the park, and then they just let you p- camp out. You know, you get your your sleeping bag or yeah. your tent, and you go. It's like a drive-in, but you're you're camping in the park kind of thing, and then you just go sit and watch the movie and on this huge big That's screen as a, in a communal atmosphere. And like, there's so many parks and recreational areas, and they're all clean, well maintained, beautiful. Right in the middle of the city, right in the heart of this five million person city. Uh, I forget the name of the giant park that's right in the middle of everything, but it's surrounded by a commercial entertainment district. And so I was there to meet people and to get to know people. And so everywhere I'm going, I'm saying hello and buying people drinks and whatever. So they're happy to meet me, but that's going on everywhere around me. Like I'm, I'm hearing snippets of conversations of people who are just meeting each other. They don't have Australian or uh, American accents, rather. They both have Aussie accents, but they're just getting to know each other. Yeah. And... I, that doesn't sound too uncommon the way I'm describing it. You know, in America, you would have people getting to know each other in a bar or it in a sound- communal place. I, I suppose the difference is that it was in the park and it was just so much more, it was friendlier. There was no sense of like risk or danger or well, I got to watch out for myself. There's no sense of. It's like a small town, everyone it gathering really together. It was to like have a small a co- town. A community yeah. gathering together. Hey, to have let's a great get to time. know each other. How are yeah. you? Can I buy you a drink? Whatever. Yeah. It was all extraordinarily, no that fear. There was wonderful. no reservation wow. about it. And there was no like. I love it. Uh, Off putting uh, vibes or anything like that. It was very, very chill. And to have it right in the middle of a downtown of a city like that, of that that's size. That's a, that's a huge deal. Yeah. And it's all clean and beautiful. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to refill that cup. Yeah, yeah. Let's we're going to come back, hey, okay. folks. And we're going to do I don't come back. part I two. Come, oh, but I get to stay in Australia while we're going. You're going to stay in Australia oh, here. Good. Okay. And we're going to come back to Australian Outback <laughs> on the next. Will you do the honors? Saturday morning. Sam, oh, 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 flange. And we're already on the beach. Yeah. <laughs>